Hello, I am Lori Wendra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wondra, and thank you for listening. I want to talk about higher consciousness and suddenly awake. This might be a part one of a part two because there's so much information that the angels and guides want to talk about. And for starters, on the day or the moment that you turned your heart, your thoughts, your mind, anything that slightly turned your compass to movement of higher consciousness and that yearning to discover what is consciousness, what created me, what sustains me, that's when you began your greatest adventure of your life. On that day, the motive and the quest of your life changed. It's one of the laws of the universe is once you look at something or once you ask a question or you look at an answer to something, it is never the same again. Once you step into that curiosity about what is higher consciousness and where am I? Why am I here? What am I doing? You no longer live for yourself, but you are on the journey for something greater than you. Whether you know that or not, whether it's conscious or not, you are no longer driven by the motive for personal gratification, but for lasting fulfillment and personal transformation. This begins the adventure into higher consciousness. And the moment that you step into that gateway, the energy begins to conspire around you to propel you on that path. It'll test you, it'll thrill you, it'll excite you, it'll frustrate you, and it certainly will satisfy you. It's a roller coaster, and life itself is a roller coaster, but when we move into this place of consciousness, it's a different sort of whirlwind. Many times you may feel fearful as you stand before all these unknown dimensions. And when we start speaking about higher consciousness, it comes with its own language or terminology all on its own. Your mind is trying to guess what is about to happen, and it's desperately trying to tie the events or your experiences to something that is already known or something that it's already experienced, but that just isn't adequate. Its presumptions are too limited and too predicted, and all those previous experiences that you had are previous. Your emotions will be stretched beyond your normal comfort level. You will go through the healing process of discovering old wounds and discovering the deep shadow or the deep parts of yourself that you so desperately maybe tried to hide. Your mental state will be stretched to change your stories, to look at your belief systems. But all this is such a magical journey. It's a path. And I love to hike and it reminds me of it's not just one trek or one trail or one hike, it's many. And along those pathways, it'll require courage, more courage sometimes than you think that you've got, but the universe simply never gives you more than you can handle. You'll also learn that you do have endurance and you'll learn that you do hang on and you do persevere longer than you think you can. It requires faith. And at times, it may seem that faith is the only thing remaining 
for you. It'll tempt you to let go of that faith. It'll cause you to question, why did this happen? It'll create moments in your life that you just want to turn back. You want to stop. You want life to go back to the way it was. It'll propel you forward. It'll create moments of the greatest hope for the possibility. It'll create those glimmers into what higher consciousness is. And it'll create that propelling force that you can't even explain. That sometimes there is this unseen force that just pushes you forward because there is no other direction but to move forward. And this journey forces you to be kind, especially to yourself. Your harsh judgments about yourself and the path can cause too many doubts and certain failures. And you cannot expect yourself to be kind to others when you are not kind or loving to yourself. It just doesn't work that way. It's a vibration. Who you are internal is who you are external. And who you are external is who you are internal. There is no separation. This adventure requires you to be energetic and strong, and at times, you'll feel like you don't have enough of that strength. The weak do not persevere. They give up very early. And if you're moving into higher consciousness, you'll find that there's times you want to give up. That's when you call in your angels and your guides, but commit to being energetic and strong. And along with being kind, be humble. There are times you may feel you don't have enough strength and wisdom to continue. Times you desperately need inspiration, guidance, strength from above. Ask for it. Your guides and your angels are always around. They want you to succeed. We are being pushed now to move into higher consciousness more so than any other lifetime we've experienced. We're healing. We're aware of our awareness, we are awakening. And your journey pushes you to move through stages of the heart. And what I mean by that is that that emotional layer, if you have that desire to explore other dimensions or to connect to other beings from other dimensions, you must first ask yourself, where are you on your journey? What work are you doing or have yet to do that the universe is creating a protective barrier for itself? How is your auric health? How's your physical health, your chakra systems? That movement into higher consciousness can take a toll on your physical body. So be aware of that. Set your practices up to maintain your castle, your human being, the vessel that carries your soul. And as you begin to move into and understand higher consciousness, you first begin to understand that emotional maturity. Are you open to the uncomfortable discovery of your emotions? After lifetimes of suppressing and hiding and not experiencing your emotions, are you ready? Because moving into higher consciousness, being aware of the emotions, being aware of that compass and how that compass drives you, do you have the ability to process, to feel, to interpret and direct your energy to a higher vibrational energy. We all have emotions, but do you know your emotions? Can you define them? Can you work through your emotions? So let's say you wake up and you're just really, really sad. Okay, you're sad, but what are you going to do about it? What practices do you have in place? Are you processing it? Do you know why you're sad? Are you allowing yourself to feel sadness? Or are you jumping out of bed and grabbing a cup of coffee and running out the door? Are you able to interpret that sadness, that emotion, to decipher and discern if it's your emotion or someone else's emotion? And then once you've gone through those steps, can you direct your energy? 
Can you pause and honor that sadness within you and then direct your emotional self into a different frequency, into a different emotion? I'm not talking about burying or hiding, but I'm talking about being in that energy of the example that I use sadness, but then directing yourself into a chosen emotion such as love or happiness. I always choose love. It's an easy place for me to get. Happiness is my second go-to. It's an easy place for me to get. So if I wake and I'm feeling sad, frustrated, disheartened, if I've had a rough day, let's say with clients or some news you know, even something as simple as something breaking in the house or vehicle. Those are normal emotions for us to feel frustrated or sad or disheartened. But do you know where it's coming from and can you identify it? And then can you choose to move out of it? And has the measure of times changed? Meaning that do you feel those emotion, but you sit in that emotion for days and weeks and months? Or do you discern and understand what the emotion is and then move through it? This is about accepting you. Do you accept you? Do you understand that any reaction you have to someone is yours alone? They're not causing you to feel that way. Your response to them is your response and your response only. Do you understand that people cannot hurt you, but it is your emotional response to a situation? You are in control of your emotions. What you feel, how deeply you feel it, when you feel it, and what you do with it. You and only you can control your emotions. You and only you can allow the response in the emotions. You cannot control another's emotions. So if you spend your time trying to articulate your conversation with someone else so that you can have a certain outcome, stop that. You can't predict. You can't control you can't manipulate. Those are low frequency actions. You allow people to be who they are and you expect people to allow you to be who you are and you accept that. Doesn't mean you always have to like it, but you accept it. People are people. Do you welcome all that you do or you don't do? So if you get an invite, let's say, to an event and you say no, but then you spent the next week beating yourself up about why you didn't go or worried if you hurt that person's feelings or worried about the opportunity left, do you welcome and do you accept all that you do, the things you do and the things that you don't? And you don't labor on the actions. You don't beat yourself up. You don't judge yourself in that. You learn, you observe, you forgive. That includes you forgive yourself. You celebrate and enjoy all that you are. And do you welcome new versions of you as you evolve? Let go of the expectation that you are the same person that you were a week ago or a year ago. Each time that you learn or you process, you forgive yourself on something, you work through, you explore something about yourself, it's a new version of you. And that's a new version of you to love. Do you love that new version of you or are you still stuck in the past where you're wishing or chasing something that you were at one point or perhaps it was something that you were never meant to be? And in this, in this emotional exploration and emotional maturity as you accept others, and again, it doesn't mean you have to like it. It's okay to feel those feels, but you still accept others in all that they are or all that they aren't. You let go of expectations and you just let it be. 
and you have a sense of unconditional love for yourself, for others. And I find sometimes if I get frustrated, because that's normal, if I get frustrated with someone, let's say my kids or family members or friends, I accept it and I just turn the emotion to love and I love unconditional You accept that at the times you will need to step away from someone where their vibration doesn't match your vibration. You accept that you can't always be on the same vibration as everybody else in the world. You honor that energy. You honor yourself. You either step in or you step away. And you know yourself enough to know when to do that. Our layers of our energy fields include not only the emotional and moving through that emotional maturity, but our intellectual wisdom. And this is our mental layer. And this is where we get to ask the questions, are you curious so that you experience life as a way to bring new learnings and new events? And of course, then new understandings about you and about everything that's around you. Do you look at life events as reasons for your evolution? Not as a punishment or this must be happening because I needed to learn something. I'd welcome you to reframe that today. Instead of looking at it as it keeps happening so I must not have learned or I must need to learn something. What if you're just playing a role? What if you're helping somebody else learn? What if it just is. Don't put any judgment to it, an expectation as to what you're supposed to learn or feeling bad because you feel like you were supposed to learn something. Let's stop that thinking. Instead, welcome all events and experiences. Ponder them from your experience. Like, how was I in that experience? When my car broke down, how was I? That's about learning about yourself and having the understanding that It's your choice. It's your choice whether you ponder that situation, whether you ponder or think about your emotions. Isn't it marvelous? We have a choice. We have a choice to learn about ourselves or to not learn about ourselves. Do you seek clarity for things that you may not understand about yourself and not be fearful in what you'll find out or discover about yourself or others? You go into discovery mode without a presupposition as to what the outcome would be. You just allow because that allows you to ponder or to go deeper or to learn the stories and the beliefs that you have, your thinking patterns, and perhaps where those thinking patterns came from. You're uncomfortable in not knowing. You're comfortable with being uncomfortable because I think most of the times we're taught that we're supposed to have the answer to everything. The universe has the answer to everything. And when we're ready for the answer, it will land for us. And so if we don't have the answer, you know that old saying, fake it until you make it? I I don't necessarily agree with that. I say leave space for it until the answer comes to you. This is a willingness to just let it be and not know. Let others know. Sometimes, you know, it's something somebody else needs to know and you just don't have to know. Allow what is and then just wait. That intellectual wisdom or that mental gateway, when that joins with our emotional, we come into balance because the emotions can be our compass and our mental state can be the actions or the things that drive us. But if we have all sorts of clutter in that space as to how it should look or how we should approach it, sometimes the best experiences are lost. And then as part of moving into higher consciousness, we become more aware of our spiritual being. We understand that we're energy and that we vibrate and that everything vibrates around us and that through our vibrations, we interact with or we repel other vibrational events. So we attract things to us or we move them away from us. Everything's an experience. 
You see the purpose and the reason for events and experiences. You see, feel, sense the connectedness of all without any judgment. You understand and practice living by the laws of the universe, and that's about manifesting your life. You become curious about the unseen and understand that there's more beyond you. That leaves that space for other vibrational beings to communicate with you, teach you, work with you. And you honor that space of the unknown and you welcome its emptiness. In fact, you don't look at it as emptiness. You look at it as just a place that's receiving because the universe doesn't allow for a void. The universe will fill in for us. You transmute energy quickly moving from something that's a lower vibration into a very elevated state. And with this, with your spiritual awareness, you suddenly you have this knowing that you have a greater role, a greater purpose, a service, and you don't get wrapped up into like, why am I here? What's my purpose? I feel like I'm just not doing what I'm supposed to do. Instead, you move into the space of I'm exactly where I need to be. And I'll be here until the universe directs me to what's next, or I'm ready for what's next. You take those steps without judgment. You're aware of that awareness. And as much as it might frustrate you sometimes that you don't know what that next step is, the universe always does know what the next step is. And this helps you also be aware of other people's awareness. And you just let them be. You let them be where they are. This is the point that you really can reach out to the universe. Your higher consciousness is being aware of how you interact with the universe and the consciousness of the universe. Not of the third dimension, not of more material things, our roles that we play in society, but what's the universe? How is the universe interacting with us? And higher consciousness means being aware of your emotional maturity and knowing that you're really never done exploring that. It's being aware of your intellectual wisdom, your mental state, your beliefs. And it would be odd to think you have the same beliefs or the same stories you have now than when you were, let's say, seven years old or 12 years old or 20 years old. They change. And there are some that are very rooted and founded from our beginning, our birth, but it's being brave and it's being open and curious to explore those and to see if they fit with where you are now. Do you want to keep that wisdom or has the wisdom expanded into something different? That combination of the emotional maturity and the intellectual wisdom or the mental body naturally propels you into that spiritual awareness. And in that natural propelling into spiritual awareness, that's moving into higher consciousness. That's transcending. That begins the significant redirection of your life, of what you might call your purpose, your goals, and of course, your experience. And this can happen all at once or over time. I believe that it happens over time, a long period of time, but it's all of a sudden you wake up one day and you have this realization that you have awareness. That's the beauty of moving into higher consciousness. And think about higher consciousness as a journey, not a location to get to. Because you'll find that as you continue to evolve, the levels or the steps of evolution change. The symptoms of your spiritual awakening change over time. And early on, it it might be things such as you have painful symptoms in your head, your legs, your back. 
That's very common because we begin to have change in the patterns of our DNA as we awake from within. Our body is changing. We might have irritating symptoms like stomach aches and feeling of fullness, bloating, dehydration, itchy skin, without any known medical conditions. But that's possible as you progress to that spiritual awakening and higher consciousness. We might have weight gain and some people have weight loss. This is the process of your physical body trying to hold or to release energy that it doesn't need or to gather energy that it does need going forward. We might have change of sleeping patterns. We might have less sleep, more sleep, dreams, thoughts that keep us awake at night. You know, if we're too much in our mental state and trying to process some of the day's events. For others, it might be feeling incredibly lonely sadness as we need to go deeper into the emotional area. The energy shifts mean, and what I mean by that is there can be extremes, shifts in energy from being tired and lethargic one day to being hyperactive and active the next. Or maybe it's a week or a month where you're just really, really tired and then all of a sudden you have got more energy than you know what to do. This can create some physical shaking in the body. This is just a nervousness as the energy is adjusting in the body. It also can be experienced as a tingling sensation. Maybe it's sound in the ears. It can be a sensation in some part of your body or your hands or your feet. It almost feels like you're, maybe those organs have fallen asleep or they don't have as much blood flow. And those are all physical symptoms that you might experience, or you might not. But then there's also psychological symptoms that some might experience. And that is typical because you're doing a lot of inward understanding of yourself. So that goes beyond the physical state that goes to more of the psychological. And it's that's also very important for you to understand this is the phase or this is what you're working on. And this is in the area of knowledge. You start to redefine your existence. The questions, why am I here? What am I doing? Whatever you learned before seems to maybe have no value. You seek knowledge. So if you've gone through phases where you just can't seem to get enough knowledge, you want to know more and more. This is your intellect picking up. But there's also more information becoming available to us on our spiritual path. This is also followed by perhaps times where you want alone time, quiet time, nobody talked to me, no sound in my house. There's been a a few years I've driven from Minnesota to Arizona. That's a 28-hour drive if I were to drive straight through, but I don't have any sound, no music, no sound. It's in silence, so I can just be in that inner voice and allow myself to be in that space. This also might be a time where you contemplate the past and you have this realization that the past just doesn't serve you. Some memories may haunt you and some you are just choosing to let them go. And rather than pondering or feeling them, you just accept them as is. You let them go. You might also find that you go through times where you cry for no apparent reason. This might be due to fears from the past that you know you don't even know where they're coming from. It's bubbling up. It's part of your cellular structure and you need to release them and just move into a place of acceptance. So don't try to figure out so much as to why you're crying. It's a good release. It's a good way for negative energy to move through our physical systems. You also might 
awaken and, and suddenly have more intuition. This is your opportunity to develop a strong sense of knowing. You might feel like you know what other people are thinking about you or what their motives are. It might create a little bit of fear. You know, am I getting paranoid in that in that state? You might also experience paranormal activities. You start seeing orbs and lights and other interesting formations around you. You might even catch that in some of your photographs. Your psychic abilities are beginning to increase. And that's when we know or you know that you've been able to release some of that emotional fear and the mental beliefs that you can't or you shouldn't. Some of you might experience changes in your career or changes, huge changes in your daily schedule, your daily routines, where you focus on the things that are more heart-centered or the things that get you into that heart energy versus getting up and diving into a traditional office job or a job that takes you directly into the mental state. And at this point, you begin to really feel that you have a divine purpose. It might not be clear. And and that's the beauty is it doesn't matter because you have this understanding you are here for a reason. It might not be something you could speak, I'm here to do this. But in your heart, you know that you have a divine purpose. And you're not just a body. You're an energetic being here that's on a mission. And you trust that the universe has given you the mission and your soul understands what that mission is. And the human might not understand what the mission is, but the soul does. In your spiritual awakening, you'll see your aura differently. Some of you might not have seen it before and suddenly you can see your aura. You will have a different connection with animals and birds. They're most likely behaving in a certain way when you're around them. You'll get messages or knowings and you find that you have more sensitivities, whether that's to sense, to light, to energy. And you'll find that you're not afraid of the future. You're not afraid of the past. You don't linger on the past. You're in your present moment, but you're also not afraid of the future. And you understand that with that, the relationships that you have in the present moment are exactly what you need now. So those that have left have needed to leave. Those that are to come in will come in as you need them. And in this space, you begin to notice all the synchronicities. You'll see number patterns. You'll see where people come together. Connections are made. Things just happen. That's when you have the realization that you're vibrating at the vibration that's needed for things to come to you at the right time. And this allows you to dive into more of the metaphysical and the philosophies of the universe. And the universe is receptive to that. And that's when you move into another level of higher consciousness. Stay well, shine your light on your journey. Ask the universe to move you into those states of higher consciousness and know that in doing so, you are well on your journey. This is Lori Wondra of Your Life Corps and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.